Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Well Then. I am so excited to continue to dive into the topic of love alignment this season and how it can improve your life. So if you're new here or new to the topic of love alignment and don't follow me on social media, I'll give you a little bit of a background. It's basically, you know, combining those two words, the energy of love and getting into alignment in your life. And essentially the work that I do with people is often centered around creating more self-love, creating healthier, loving relationships in their lives, and ultimately just aligning with the types of life we envision for ourselves and, and how we want to live this personal human experience. And the reality is that's different for each and every one of us. It's so important to get into alignment with what's true for us and what's true for our heart and living from a really open heart-centered place because so many of us have spent years or decades living in these conditioned narratives and small boxes that we don't really fit in, but that we tried to force ourselves to fit in in order to make the people around us happy or to you know, fit in with our peers and feel a sense of acceptance in the world. But when we do that and we disconnect from what's really true for us, we end up out of integrity with with our truth. And even though we think we might be, you know, doing what it takes to fit in, we're not actually all that happy. And so at the end of this, at the end of the day, this concept of love alignment is really just about creating more love, more joy, more authenticity in your life so that you can wake up excited each day and feel like you are here for a purpose and you are living the the truest expression of yourself. So we'll break down those words a little further. We just talked a lot about alignment, but why love? I have really come to understand in my 10 years of practicing as a coach and holistic therapist and friend and mentor, as well as just living through so many personal challenges and opportunities for growth in my life. At the end of the day, what pretty much all of our lessons come down to is the topic of love. And so many of us, when we hear the word love, we just think romantic love. We just think about, you know, Disney fairy tale falling in love or trying to get a partner, a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever it is that you're interested in. And that's where the topic of love stops. The reality is love is an energy that permeates our entire lives. And I first started to learn about this concept when I read the book, A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. I think I first read it maybe nine or so years ago. And What she really introduces as a concept in this book is that every emotion, every energy, every decision in the world that we make as humans comes from one of two places, either fear or love. She really describes how the absence of love is essentially the experience of fear. And she goes in detail. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. Um, But really... My takeaway from that and from then applying a lot of these teachings to my life is that everything we do really is about love. It's about either trying to get other people to love us, validate us, praise us, accept us, or to try to do the same within ourselves. And when something feels out of balance or out of alignment, that really is the first place to look. 
And so I started realizing, you know, a couple years into my career of working with people with their health and nutrition and wellness, that while the majority of people at the time were coming to me with these physical concerns, like I want to lose weight or I'm having this digestive problem or, you know, something's going on in my body that I want to change. What we ultimately would end up talking about is what was going on in their lives and how their relationships were and what's going on with their parents and what's going on in their job and their friends and, you know, drama at school and all these different things that on the surface had nothing to do with nutrition or wellness but I ultimately started to realize what were the actual reasons why they weren't able to get results in the area of their health and wellness. And I started to see the really intricate holistic relationship that all of the different parts of ourselves have with one another. We can't just, you know, look at the body and only work with the body or just work with the mind or just work with the spirit and the emotions all of these things coexist within us and they all impact one another so greatly. And so when I really started to kind of go down that rabbit hole of, of educating myself on everything from, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy to energy healing, to all the certifications under the sun that I've done to come to the conclusion that at the core of all of it, all of the parts of ourselves lead back to creating the energy of more love in our lives. That is like the universal healing salve for all of it. And it might sound kind of vague or weird or silly at first, but the reality is it's so impactful when you, when you align with your authentic expression of love in your life, everything can improve from your relationships to your health and your relationship with your body, to your job, your career, your home, your family, all of it. And I've seen this in my life and play out in so many of my clients' lives as well. And so that's what I've been teaching for several years now. And that's what we're talking about on the podcast this season, because I think it's so important that everybody get access to these kind of conversations. So if you tuned into the first episode, you know that this season, we're going to be talking about everything from love stories to all of the actual philosophies and pillars of love alignment, which we'll get into a little bit more today. Um, what can happen when you're out of alignment and how to get back into it. So I'll start with, you know, talking a little bit more about this concept of alignment. Now that we've talked about the energy of love, which we'll dive into so much more because it's my favorite topic in the world. I love love. And I would say that I'm a huge romantic, but again, I romanticize all parts of life, not just romantic relationships, but I think that there's so much beauty to, to be found in just every area of life right now, as I'm recording this podcast, the sun is shining so beautifully, the afternoon sun just gleaming in on these flowers that I received. And it is just a simple, subtle, beautiful reminder of how much love there is available to us at any given moment. So I love talking about love. You'll hear a lot more of it this season. So buckle up for that, but let's talk about alignment. So when we are out of alignment, imbalance or injury or dis-ease or dissonance can occur. So when you think about physical alignment, like if you were to take a yoga class and you were in a pose, you were doing a pose consistently that you, your joints weren't aligned properly over time, 
you would experience inflammation and then injury in that joint. Let's say you were doing your plank pose and, and chaturanga in a yoga class and your shoulders weren't stacked over your wrists very well. Uh, and over time you're putting more and more strain on your wrists or on your shoulders. And you get to the point where you can't even hold the plank anymore because there's too much pain there. You've created an injury. Now, when you feel that pain, that discomfort, you might think that the solution is, okay, I need to ice my shoulder or ice my wrists, or I need to put on some, some icy hot, or I need to get a massage or go to physical therapy. The reality is all those things can absolutely support your symptoms and hopefully help you feel better in the moment, but they don't address the root cause of why you were out of alignment in the first place, or rather why you got injured in the first place, because you were out of alignment. And it's a simple example, but that same phenomenon can happen in just about every area of our lives. So it's not just our physical body that can be out of alignment. It's our emotions, our mental health, our relationships, our choices in our career, our integrity and honesty, our where we live can be out of alignment for us. The clothes we wear, the food we eat, anything, you name it. We all have a unique expression of what is most true and most authentic and most in alignment for us. And most of us make our life choices based on what was taught to us or passed down to us by our parents, by our peers, by society, by the people we live with. And that's totally normal. We are communal creatures. And like I talked about before, we just want to fit in. So we do what's normal, but oftentimes what's quote unquote normal isn't what's most effective for us. So getting into alignment is really a process of reconnecting and, and rediscovering ourselves, reconnecting to our own internal compass and our own truth and really being honest with ourselves about where we are out of alignment and what we can do to change it. And I'm excited to talk about this this season because the fun thing about life or the funny thing about life, I guess, is that when we are alignment, things start to show up in our life to get our attention. So in the yoga example that I gave, you know, you might have noticed a little bit of soreness in your shoulders or your wrists when you were doing your, your chaturanga incorrectly. And had you paid attention to that and maybe asked your yoga teacher, hey, I'm experiencing this sensation. Is there something I am doing wrong or I can do differently? And had them take a look at what's going on for you, you might have avoided getting to the point of injury. But if you ignore those subtle cues and the sensations and the messages that your body is delivering to you, that's when you can get to the point where it kind of spirals out of control and the message becomes louder and louder and louder until you can't ignore it, until you're finally like, okay, something's up. I've got to make a change. And then you're bummed out because you can't practice yoga for a while while your injury heals. And we've all been there with, with some area of our life where this has happened, where we ignore the signs, or we just truly felt like we didn't hear them or didn't see them because we weren't attuned enough to those subtle nuances in our life. And I also want to normalize the fact that even when you do start to get more attuned and more connected to yourself and your truth, sometimes things can still show up in a really loud way to get our attention because we are comfortable, because we 
like the way that things are going and maybe don't want change or don't want to take a big risk or, you know, there's something that we're not ready or willing to see yet life or our bodies, or our souls will slowly start to try to get our attention until it does get louder and louder. And there's no shame in experiencing this and realizing like, oh, maybe I should have listened sooner because it'll happen multiple times in multiple ways throughout your life. For me, you know, in the past, it's been things like car accidents and unhealthy relationships and, you know, having crazy things happen in my apartment and to my belongings, like getting things stolen or things breaking. And each of those different instances in my life ended up being really big awakening moments for me. If you've been following me a long time, you know that the car accident that I was in about um, eight or nine years ago now was massively transformational for me. It was something that really woke me up to diving into my own healing journey, my relationship with spirituality, my mental health, and really examining that in a, in a significant way for the first time in my life. Um, it got me to look at my relationships with others, my relationship with myself and my body image. It, it really was a wake up call to, Hey, here's all the ways that you're living life out of alignment. And you're noticing now how painful that feels. What do you want to do about it? And that one was a many year process of seeing the signs and figuring out what I wanted to do about it and healing and growing. And since then, when things have tried to get my attention, I catch them a little more quickly and I'm able to, you know, listen when the message is a little quieter, which is beautiful, but I went through, you know, many years of, of challenge and struggle in order to get there. So this time for me in my life right now, the thing that has been showing up to get my attention is my journey with chronic illness. So I shared, I think in the last episode, and I've shared online, if you follow me on social media, that I was diagnosed this year with chronic, um, complex chronic illness, including chronic Lyme disease and co-infections and like all kinds of crazy things going on in my body that have actually been there for many years and have been kind of camping out for quite some time. And we're triggered by a combination of things this past year um, between the pandemic and co getting COVID and being under, uh, putting myself under, I should say, a lot of stress um, in terms of my workload and work schedule and social isolation and all the things that ultimately led my body to the point where it was breaking down a little bit and wasn't as strong and resilient. And those chronic infections had the chance to kind of take hold. And I noticed pretty immediately when something was off in my body. And at first, my first line of defense was, okay, let me make some changes in my diet and lifestyle and see if it improves. It didn't. So then I started to kind of go down the list of what are all the things I know to do to tackle something that's going on. And ultimately it led to this diagnosis, which was a really big relief because it made me realize not only have there been things going on in my body for many years that I need to address, but it also was a big awakening for me because it showed me the ways I was out of alignment. 
It showed me the ways that I was prioritizing being busy and working really hard over rest and healing and taking care of my body and my mental health. And it showed me most importantly, how I had gotten a little lazy with my spiritual practice. So for me, things like meditation and prayer and connecting to a higher power, which for everybody is different, but for me, I really believe in just kind of uh, the universality of, of cosmic energy and, uh, and really the energy of love, which we talk about a lot. And tuning into that every day used to be a really important practice of mine that I had kind of let fall away. And it is one of the pillars of my life that keeps me grounded. And so by not practicing it, I was being really out of alignment um, for myself. And I also realized that it was something that I had never really opened up and shared about much online. And I was starting to feel that that was out of alignment too. It was feeling out of alignment that I was hiding this part of myself because I feared being judged or people thinking I was weird or different or woo-woo or whatever I was assuming their thoughts might be. And that was preventing me from actually sharing this expressing this important part of myself and sharing things that might benefit somebody else who hears them because I know how much I benefited from hearing other people share their journeys as well. So ultimately this thing, chronic illness showed up in my life to get my attention and it did. And I listened and that is where so many of these beautiful lessons came from. So this is your opportunity to start to examine what are the things that have been showing up in your life to get your attention. And when you realize that when you address the root cause, the signs won't have to be as disruptive anymore. So start to pay attention to it now, rather than letting another year or more go by before you do something about it. And then the last thing I want to touch on really here or reiterate rather, is how all areas of our life really are connected and why it's so important to take a holistic approach. So, you know, you, you've heard me mention already in this episode and probably many times before, if you follow me, that taking a holistic approach is the best way to get to the root cause of things and to make sure that something you have been dealing with, a pattern or an issue or a challenge, that it doesn't keep reoccurring because, if you're just putting a bandaid on it, you're not really doing anything to change it. So when we have something going on in our lives that we don't like, we look at it from all the different approaches, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, all of it. So what I did was kind of distill all of the philosophies down of the work that I do with people and everything I've learned throughout my 10 years of practice and study and schooling and all the things into seven main pillars or philosophies of the tools that I teach and practice. And so this season, we're going to go into each of those pillars in a separate episode so I can really dive into what they mean and how they show up in your lives and what tools and resources we can use to to, um, explore them more deeply um, and really get benefit from each of them. But just to introduce them now, just so you can get a little bit of a taste. I'll just run through each of the seven pillars in no particular order. So we have radical honesty. We have inner child healing, boundaries, moving energy, nourishment, feminine embodiment, and source connection. 
And so within all of these pillars, you know, we talk about everything from the actual practices that I teach uh, and embody like Reiki, mindfulness, journaling, talk therapy, shadow work, attachment theory, to the things that you can do on your own, nutrition and lifestyle habits, meditation, sleep, prayer, karmic clearing, all these really amazing things um, and how to actually implement them in your life. And these are the things that I work with my clients on, on a one-on-one basis. And I also offer um, various elements of them in my membership, the self-care space as well. But these are kind of the foundation of how we create change in our life and get more in alignment with our authentic expression of love and ultimately just have the life and relationships that we want to have. So I'm super excited to dive into all of those with you guys this season. Um, as always, if you have specific questions that you want answered, feel free to send them in to me on Instagram, or you can email me from my website, which is meganshare.com. And I will be sure to answer your questions in future episodes this season. And let me know if there's any guests that you would like to hear from as well. We've got some really exciting interviews coming out. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to them and benefit from their stories. Lots of love stories this year. So if you're manifesting, calling love into your life or having healthier relationships, um, you're going to get a lot out of this season. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you so much for tuning in. And and I just want to say thank you once again for your patience in waiting for this season. I am so grateful and ultimately so happy that it's played out the way that it did and that my challenge of struggling with chronic illness ultimately led me to have more alignment in my podcast as well. And the conversations that I get to have with you guys now are something that I am seriously so excited about and uh, I'm just overjoyed and can't wait to hear your responses to them. So as always, reach out, connect, say, hey, I love connecting with you guys. And thank you for tuning in. If you know somebody who would benefit from hearing this episode or future episodes, be sure to send it their way so they can subscribe as well. And until next time, I hope you have a happy and healthy and love-filled day. Mm -hmm.